tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on November 24th, 2021 from New York City. Real Madrid was out for revenge against Sheriff Tiraspol in the Champions League today to make amends for the embarrassment of defeat at the Bernabeu in September, and they got it with a comfortable and at times dominant 3-0 win away in Moldova. Much like the first time the two teams met, Real was dominant in possession and created plenty of good chances, but this time around the Whites were not the victims of bad luck and world-class opposition goaltending and got goals from David Alaba, Tony Cruz, and finally Kareem Benzema to secure all three points, which has them atop the group with 12 and qualified for the knockout stages with only the top spot in the group to be decided in Real's final group game against Inter Milan in a fortnight's time. Real's 4-3-3 for this match was made up of Mendy, Alaba, Militao, and Carvajal at the back, Modric, Casemiro, and Cruz in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius, and Rodrigo up front. Thibaut Courtois at the back of them, as always, was in front of the goal. The approaches for the two teams pretty much mirrored those of the first time that they went up against one another, with Madrid looking to capitalize on their dominance of possession in the attacking half, and Sheriff keeping numbers behind the ball and taking their opportunities to catch Real on the counter. The hosts resorted to the long ball on a few early occasions in an effort to take advantage of the pace of Bruno on the right and Traore up front to get the ball behind Madrid and into the final third, and they were able to win some free kicks out in the wider areas after drawing fouls from Real's backtracking defenders, but they couldn't make the most of those opportunities as the balls played into the box were either cleared away or weren't turned into shots on goal. Madrid, for their part, looked far more threatening with their possession in Sheriff's third of the pitch, as the Sheriff players were not closing down on the ball, and as such allowed Madrid players the space to play the short passes to connect with one another in their tighter spaces in order to put the ball into the dangerous areas. Tony Cruz forced a save with a shot from distance just above the box in the 10th minute, and Kareem Benzema's goal off of the rebound was disallowed for offsides, Rodrigo had his one-time shot saved from inside of the box in the 18th minute after a nice build-up on the right-hand side. And then in the 23rd minute, he ran through several defenders and looked set to fire onto the goal, but instead won a corner that eventually led to Benzema firing a header high above the goal. And it really was almost a continuation of the first match between the two teams as over the first 20 minutes, Real had plenty of threatening play and enough good chances for you to say that Sheriff was in a world of trouble and yet that dominance was not reflected on the scoreboard. The breakthrough would eventually come thanks to some admittedly fortunate officiating as the game neared the half-hour mark, as Fernando Costanza was judged to have fouled Casemiro just above the box on the right-hand side, which gave Real a free kick from that dangerous spot. I honestly did not think that it was a foul, as to me he had won the ball first, and Casemiro slyly sold Costanza's follow-through as him going through the Brazilian with both legs to bring him down, and the referee not only deemed that to be a foul, but a challenge reckless enough to warrant a yellow card, which to me was doubly harsh. But you win some and you lose some when it comes to lucky breaks in a football match, 
and favor fell to Real in that instance. And in the 30th minute, it would be David Alaba that would take that free kick and have his powerful shot at goal take a deflection off of the leg of a sheriff defender at the edge of the wall, which redirected the ball just enough for it to leave Afanasiadis helpless as it went into the back of the net to give Real the 1-0 lead. Sheriff tried to quickly strike back on the break with Sebastian Till, the player that gave Madrid so much trouble in the first match back in September, taking it upon himself with two long-ranged efforts at goal in pursuit of the equalizer, forcing a save from Courtois in the 32nd minute and then firing high in the 38th minute. And Madrid narrowly missed doubling their advantage when Carvajal's volley from the right-hand side of the box of Mendy's cross just went above the goal. But shortly before the halftime whistle sounded, Real would indeed strike again, as in the first minute of stoppage time, Real had a brilliant moment of combination play at the top of Sheriff's box, with Modric playing the ball in from the wide area on the right to Rodrigo at the right corner of the box, and he played a quick give-and-go with Vinicius moving from right to left and laid the ball down to Tony Cruz as he was running forward towards the top of the box for him to guide the ball past the diving Afanasiadis towards the goal, where it hit the crossbar and bounced downward behind the goal line, as confirmed by the goal line technology, to give Madrid the 2-0 lead and firm control of the game right before halftime. Sheriff opened up the second half well with a nice sequence in which Bruno got behind Mendy on the right and onto the end of a long ball where he was able to play a cross in, which didn't immediately lead to a chance but eventually gave rise to a Costanza shot from distance in the 50th minute that went wide left of the goal, but Sheriff couldn't get the early strike that could have changed the complexion of the game, and Real resumed their possession in the attacking third, patiently and comfortably playing short passes in front of the defense in search of the opening that could lead to a third goal, and they would get the payoff in the 55th minute when Tony Cruz got the ball to Mendy at the left corner atop the box, and he ran with the ball to the right where he picked out Benzema in the central area at the top of the box for the Frenchman to put it into the back of the net, inside of the left post to make it 3-0 Madrid and effectively end Sheriff's hopes of a second major upset. To Sheriff's credit, they didn't play like a side, resigned to their fate at that point in the game, and they did their best to get at least a consolation goal. Treore shot just wide of the right post in the 60th minute. Gustavo Delanto, who had me confused for a second with his maternal family name Sanguinetti on the back of his shirt, headed just above the bar a couple of minutes later. And in the 68th minute, Traore forced to save with a volley from inside of the box. Till's cross went in off of the left post just a few seconds after that. And Keston Julian forced Courtois to save the ball again with his shot from distance right after that. But the hosts weren't rewarded for their game efforts. And Madrid narrowly missed out on tagging on a fourth goal when substitute Marco Asensio was denied from point blank rage in the 87th minute. And then again as he shot from distance in the 89th minute. But ultimately, the 3-0 score would hold until the final whistle to earn Real Madrid all three points, which sent the Whites back to the top of the group and once again into the Champions League knockout rounds. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's get into the player performances from Real Madrid's 3-0 victory today, starting up front. Kareem Benzema I had rated as a 7. It might not have been the best of days for Kareem off of the pitch as he was on the wrong end of a legal decision in his blackmail case in French court, but it was a very good day for him in the Madrid shirt in front of the goal. He had a goal disallowed for offsides in the 10th minute 
and had a good opportunity with a header in the 23rd minute that went too high. But he got onto the score sheet in the 55th minute with a striker's finish from atop the box to net Madrid's third goal on the day. He also set up Rodrigo for a nice run into the box a couple of minutes after that and had the favor returned after a Madrid break in the 65th minute that had him on the doorstep of a brace. And he should have had an assist as his back header of a Marcelo cross had Asensio right in front of the goal for a shot that was saved. He was an ever-present threat for Madrid in the final third today. Vinicius Jr. I had rated as a 6. It was a much quieter performance today than we are accustomed to seeing from him on the left wing this season as most of his impact in the attacking half was in playing passes to set up others for more threatening runs as opposed to making the attacking runs with the ball himself. His most important contribution in this game was playing the ball quickly back to Rodrigo in their give and go during the buildup that eventually led to Tony Cruz netting Madrid's second goal. Rodrigo I had rated as a 7. He was back in his starting role on the right wing and I thought he was excellent once again up front. Getting into the box multiple times on the right with good runs to put himself into a position to set up chances for others or threaten the goal himself. He forced a save in the 18th minute won a corner with a nice run through several defenders in the box in the 23rd minute and set up Benzema for a header that missed shortly after that. And he capped a good first half display with a run across the top of the box and assist to Cruz for Madrid's second goal. Two second half instances of combination play with Benzema had each of them in threatening positions in front of the goal and he had one more effort at goal blocked in the 73rd minute before he gave way to Asensio later on to complete what was a good day out on the pitch for him. In the midfield I had Luka Modric rated as a 7. A quietly good passing performance for him today particularly in the first half as a few times he played the right ball to continue the advancement of Madrid's attack on the break. And in the final third, he notably got the ball to Rodrigo in good positions inside of the box on the right side a couple of times, the second of which was part of the build-up towards goal number two. Casemiro I had rated as a six. He once again showed his two-way play importance for Madrid in the middle of the park, being a connection point for advancing Madrid counters a couple of times, while also making defensive interventions as he did in Madrid's own third shortly before the end of the first half when Sheriff was breaking forward. He gets credit for playing up the contact with Costanza just above the box to win the free kick that led to Madrid's first goal, which for me was definitely a favorable call. And in the second half, he had moments of defensive impact as he cleared a ball played into the box and had a late challenge shortly before being substituted for which he was lucky not to be booked. Tony Cruz I had rated as an 8. He was Real's man of the match today forcing a save with a well-taken shot from distance just 10 minutes in, and then finally finding the back of the net in the first half stoppage time as he ran onto a ball laid down by Rodrigo and placed it off of the crossbar and just beyond the goal line with a graceful finish from above the box. In the second half, he started the build-up to Real's third goal with his ball to Mendy at the left corner of the box, and his factoring into two goals for Real today just perfectly underscores how important he is as the primary playmaker for Madrid in the middle of the park. In the back, I had Ferland Bendy rated as a 6. He started the game off slowly as Sheriff got out onto an early break following his errant cross, and then he was booked for a foul in his attempt to recover defensively in Madrid's third. 
but he eventually grew into having a positive impact for Real with an interception of a long ball intended for Bruno in the 14th minute and a nice run into the box to set up a Carvajal shot with his cross in the 41st minute. Bruno did get the best of him in getting onto the end of a long ball at the start of the second half, but Mendy made amends for that with a good run with the ball at the top of the box to set up Benzema's shot for Real's third goal in the 55th minute. David Alaba I had rated as a 7. He defended very physically when called to do so as he committed fouls in both halves that had Sheriff taking free kicks inside of the final third, but he did clear one ball that was played into the box by Sebastian Till as well. His most important contribution in this game, however, was in the attacking half as he took his free kick from outside of the box in the first half very well, having it deflect off of a Sheriff player and go into the back of the net to open up the scoring for Madrid. The big concern will be his health though as he appeared to suffer some sort of injury and had to come off for Nacho in the 65th minute. Militao I had rated as a 6. It was a quiet but solid performance for the Brazilian today. He picked out Rodrigo with a nice long ball down the right hand side in the 6th minute. A pass that he has been more eager to make in his recent performances and he got his defensive interventions right when he was needed to intercepting one first half long ball that was heading for the central area of the final third and making a couple of plays out in space later in the second half as Sheriff tried to break. Carvajal I had rated as a 7. He cleared a free kick into Madrid's box in the fourth minute and thereafter made most of his presence felt in the attacking half, running forward and crossing the ball into Rodrigo for his shot in the 18th minute getting on to the end of a Mendy cross and having his volley go just above the goal in the 41st minute, and then finding Benzema at the top of the box with a cross in the second half, which had him in position to play Rodrigo forward towards the goal. As for the substitutes, I had Marcelo rated as a 6. He came on after an hour from Mendy and took the captain's armband from Benzema, and he actually had a decent performance while he was out there. He lost the ball a couple of times on the left side in attack, being just a bit slow with the ball on his feet, but he played a nice cross into the box from the left for Benzema to head back towards the front of the goal where Asensio should have put it away, and he tracked back once to intercept the ball in the final third in the 90th minute. Nacho I had rated as a 5. He came on for the apparently injured Alaba in the 65th minute and most notably made a nice sliding challenge to win the ball and send it out of play shortly after Marcelo had given it away. Lucas Vasquez I had rated as a 6. He came on in the 65th minute as well, replacing Carvajal, and he had a nice give and go with Asensio on the right-hand side to set Asensio loose to take a shot from distance in the 89th minute. Marco Asensio himself I had rated as a 7. He was a late substitute coming on in the 84th minute for Rodrigo, and he was immediately impactful as he had a shot from point-blank range in the 87th minute that he really should have done better with as it went straight at Athanasiadis, and then he forced a diving save with his shot from distance just a couple of minutes later, so he definitely looked to make the most of his limited minutes. Antonio Blanco as the last substitute, I did not give a rating. He came on in the 84th minute as well and was relatively anonymous out there on the pitch as he didn't feature in the action at all. Finally, Thibaut Courtois in front of the goal I had rated as a 7. It was by and large an easy night's work for him as he made all of the saves that he was called upon to make and most of them were from shots that he could see coming from a mile away. He found himself most under pressure in the 68th minute as the goal was under siege during that spell and he had to make two saves and saw a ball go in behind him and strike the left post. 
but Real was already up three goals and certainly the game wasn't hanging on him keeping the ball out of the back of the net at that point. He didn't make any missteps in front of the goal and surely had to be satisfied registering his first clean sheet in five matches. No complaints to be had about the Real performance today as the Whites righted the wrong of the upset that they suffered at the Bernabeu in September and made sure that the scoreboard properly reflected the dominance that they displayed out there on the pitch. Three goals scored, no goals conceded, and a place in the round of 16 booked means that Carlo Ancelotti and his players could enjoy the night in the next few days as they head into a big match back in the league this upcoming weekend. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid, they return to the Bernabeu this upcoming Sunday to take on Sevilla in La Liga. Last season, Real defeated Sevilla 1-0 away back in December and drew 2-2 at home in May, the latter being the game in which Madrid allowed the fate of their title pursuit to fall out of their own hands. This season, Sevilla currently sit third in the league table with 28 points from their 13 games, only two points behind league leaders Real, as they have won eight, drawn four, and lost one. So this will be an important top-of-the-table clash between the two teams that will surely have big-picture implications for the title race. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be sometime after the match with Sevilla has concluded on Sunday, hopefully with Madrid having run its winning streak to five straight games. Until then, happy Thanksgiving to all of you listening in the U.S., and as always... Hala Madrid. No, 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 Viva la madre que te parió. Zidane, gol del Madrid en el 45. Gol de Zidane, Zidane. Real Madrid 2, Leverkusen 1.